<laughs> Some night, huh? On this very night, ten years ago, along the same stretch of road, in a dense fog, just like this, I saw the worst accident I ever seen. There was this sound, like a garbage truck, dropped off the Empire State Building. Finally pulled the driver's body from the twisted, burning wreck. It looked like this. <laughs> yes, sir. That was the worst accident I ever seen. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to From Beyond the Crypt. A cryptids, creepypasta, and other urban legends podcast. I am your host, Kyle, and I must ask you a question. Who killed Tedney? You uh, killed Tedney. Listen, I did not kill Tedney, alright? <laughs> I am the Tedney that was killed. I'm just, you know, I'm a ghost. I'm, I'm recording in ghost form. Uh, let's see how this goes. Hopefully people can actually hear my voice on this and not just a bunch of static, you know? Because yeah. that'd be kind of weird. That would be all weird. This, all this effort, and you're just there talking to TV static by yourself. That'd be a weird podcast. <laughs> uh, so, what are your thoughts on the 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 rising inflation <laughs> TV? <laughs> and yeah, and that is my wonderful co-host Tedney, uh, Teddy or Tedney, <laughs> as they're calling themselves tonight. Uh, uh, well. So, first of all, uh, big thing, uh, this is our first episode of 2022. We're in a brand new year, but, you know, it's still us. We're still here. Yes, I am still still the, the, the same fucking stoner mad, mad NB that I am, and you're still... Mad the, NB the, with the, multiple names every the, week. The, the, the soft ooper. Listen, man, I'm going to continue <laughs> to run that fucking gimmick. I don't care. If, Kyle O'Reilly, if Kyle O'Reilly can get away with making fun of Brandon Cutler in the same way, I'm allowed to make fun of myself that way. All I right? Agree. I agree. My hair, my name's going to change more than Ramona Flowers' hair color. All oh right? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, Halfway I mean, through this she, episode, she, she, I'm going to change gotta, my name yeah. again. I mean, she got new hair color almost every scene. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, in between each segment, I'm going to change my name. Yeah, and, and for those who don't understand that reference, that is a Scott Pilgrim versus the World reference, and you need to watch that ASAP. Uh, re- read the manga, or re- read the read the comic of it. I I do need to do that. I I, I like it way more in than scott pilgrim in the movies like scott pilgrim is kind of like a bitch in <laughs> in the movie and i don't mean like a bitch as I, like, I mean he is kind of like the- he whines a lot in the movie yeah just yeah. say that he just he's a whiny bitchy kind of person in yeah. the movie in the manga he's much less so gotcha um I wouldn't say he's likable because you're not supposed to like fucking Scott Pilgrim, Mr. Meninist of the Year Award there. Um, but everybody else is great in it. The manga is great. Uh, fucking Knives becomes gay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So 
they actually do something way more with her than, you know, letting the blue highlights get punched out of her hair, which you can't tell actually happens in the movie. Yeah. But, you know, vegan patrol, right, guys? That's right. Vegan patrol. <laughs> this is this is my rant about Scott Pilgrim. I love it as a manga because, like, I think it's very cool to see very video game, like, crossover things. But they did next to none of that shit in the movie. Like, oh, wow, the guy's name was Bomba Bob. Oh, or the, the band's name was Sex Bomba Bob. Oh, yeah. that's a Mario reference. Oh, he uppercutted somebody and they turned into coins. Wow. Congratulations. Like. There was like way more video game stuff yeah. in the comics. Hey guys, we're sex with Bob Bomb, and we're here to talk about death and be sad and shit. No, we're here to talk about creepy pastas and cryptids and shit. We are. Well, this Aha, is how do you like my, uh, my like smooth ash transition back into the topic nice and the rant that I started? In the rant, but but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to derail this uh, transition back, and I'm going to because you know it, it, it's a pretty big week. Uh, this, I assuming this episode is going to drop next week. So that if when this episode drops, if you're listening to it on the day it drops, uh, I'll be uh, on my way to Orlando for a couple of days to hang out with my good old buddy Teddy and CC mm-hmm. and all of our other friends in in Orlando, and we're going to be seeing Scream 2022, not to be confused with 1996 2022. <laughs> listen, listen. It's scream with a five. It's obviously <laughs> different, Kyle. Um, I'm so excited. We just got our tickets today. We we got them all reserved. Uh, I I know we can't bring mask in, but I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably gonna pack a mask just in case. Uh, Mr. Prescott, you're gonna need to take a mask in. COVID's still a thing. Well, you, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> not a COVID mask. A ghost face mask. <laughs> Could you imagine that? They just show up in a ghost face mask and they're like, what? Whoa, dude, what are you, you doing? You didn't say what type of mask. Yeah. Leave uh, it to somebody in Florida to actually pull some shit like that. Yeah. Don't get fucking ideas from listening. Exactly. Listeners. Exactly. <laughs> Don't do that. They will kick you out. We literally, uh, I forgot what movie it was, but somebody wanted to have a mask for it and they, they wouldn't let them do it. Um, I think it might've been Spider-Man or something, but um, Spider-Man or Halloween, maybe. Yeah, oh, that's what it was. It was Halloween. Halloween Thank yeah. you for reminding me. It was when we saw Halloween Kills. Yeah. Um, somebody tried to wear a Michael Myers mask in, and they refused to let them. So, yep. yeah. I know it, I, it sucks we can't wear masks because I want to I want to recreate that, you know, awesome-ass Scream 2 scene with everybody. Where, oh, where my God. All of us are just hanging out, just having a... It just going crazy in the theater with our ghost face mask and our green knobs. I'll be the dumbass running down the aisle going, woo! That <laughs> oh, one yeah, fucking that one, scene yeah. where the one random guy runs down the aisle, like right past <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith, who like got fucking stabbed a bunch. Yep, yep. Oh, good uh, shit. I'm excited, though. It's it's, it's good, be a to good to see time. you come down. Yeah, and, and then and then and not then much longer few, till uh, you move in. A few months later, I'll be coming back down permanently. Yes, sir. I'll come down and I'll never leave. <gasps> Let's go. I mean, we'll leave collectively. We'll all like well, obviously all of our group of friends are just going to collectively decide a new city is where we're going <laughs> to we're all going to want to reside together, and we're going to like mass exodus Florida, and then nobody would notice the difference because there's probably like maybe ten of us at most. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good time. Uh, honestly, I mean, screams cool and all, and all seeing all y'all is great and all. I cannot wait to have Miller's again. 
listen, listen. The next response out of your mouth should have been, those are all great, but I can't wait to bay battle with Teddy at Lake that's, Eola. Oh, that's very true. Yeah, yeah. depending on weather, if it's warm enough, we're definitely going to do that. Oh, yes, we can do the big announcement here um, as well. Uh, long <laughs> thing aside, I complete, almost completely forgot about this. Uh, I'm really excited about this. I know Kyle is noticeably less excited about it but there's still nothing wrong with it hey i'm uh, I'm pretty excited about it kyle and i are going to be starting a beyblade youtube channel we i had are. already posted about this on my facebook for any of my family and friends um to see and i was going to na- make an announcement about it um on twitter but twitter felt it necessary to crop out most of what i was saying in that video yeah um so Kyle and I are going to be starting a Baytube channel. We're not exactly sure yet what um what the name's going to be. be, Um, and some possible like design ideas that we can maybe pitch to Angie or somebody. I bet I I was I was about to say that I bet Angie can create us some sick ass logo. Listen, Angie (laughs) is already sending me fucking TikToks about Beyblades, and I'm I'm sorry, this is the best thing in the world. I fucking love getting random TikToks about Beyblades. Anytime I see a Beyblade TikTok, I I think I sent you one time. I was like, Teddy, how the hell did I end up on your side of TikTok? Oh yeah, that was that was the (laughs) video where uh, it was like a bunch of people. It was like the dead ass like of dead ass night time, and there was like it was a little bit of like fog or haze out. And it was all these like dudes like loudly babbling, and there was some like uh, famous person in there. Yeah, it was like such a big deal. I couldn't remember who that was, but he's like, I can't believe I ended up on your side. And I'm like, that's <laughs> fucking. We need to do that. <laughs> I'm like, we we've got plenty of like uh, after dark abandoned parking lots. We just set good lighting equipment out there. Just have a good time, you know. <laughs> just uh confuse the security guards when they look at the footage whenever they come in the next morning what the fuck were those people doing out there are those fucking spinning tops but we're gonna do that at lake yola you're gonna be the ones uh during uh during a night of hhn where we've already used our uh our 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 pass and oh, we're, we're, we're gonna be bay blade a bay bay battling in the line to kill tom oh my god just just carry <laughs> with us a stadium and then set it down every five seconds launch it wait for the battle to stop look that realize the line is like a large gap now yeah. pick up the stadium walk to where it stops again and then do that again and try to have a coherent battle no here's what we should do i got the perfect plan there is a good disabled area in Central Park at Universal. Yep. They have a a, a a show over there. Yeah. And we'll bay battle during the show because they always put on really cool like water effects and stuff. And if you get those with the right camera, it'd be some really good footage. No, what's really going to happen is we're actually, you know, we probably should announce this. But uh, you'll we'll give the fans something. We're actually going to be part of the new Fast and the Furious Supercharged Edition, where yeah. you drive by and we're babbling. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> in the street. Can we, can we please just get us bay battling in the area where they have the lights and the cars you can take the pictures with? Yes, yes. We're just gonna post up there wait, all day, just bay battling. Wait, wait for our YouTube. We need to make an Instagram account for our YouTube, and that should be our gimmick where we just post photos of us bay, bay battling, battling at in theme random parks. places. That, that oh we my god, we can bay battling at. We, we can call it uh, 
Oh fuck! Uh, uh, theme. I was thinking something along the lines like theme park bay battle, but yeah, that that's too it's, many it's, like it's words. It's like those. Uh, it's like those. It's got the, a nice flow to it though. Theme park old, bay battle. Uh, it's like the the, the ideas uh, kind of like that old uh, Magic we'll the be- Gathering idea where where the guy would go to the Magic Gathering tournaments and do hard style uh, uh, photos with everybody who like <laughs> whose pants were showing. So, oh, so, so, that so guy! We're just gonna, so we're gonna do that, but, but but with Beyblade, we're gonna Beyblade in like places we shouldn't be Beyblade London. Oh my god! With a <laughs> could you imagine? Oh, hey, uh, fucking. Uh, what's up, uh, Instagram? It's your boy Teddy Bay battling from a courtroom. Let's go! <laughs> I'm going to jail for contempt. Let's go! It's like, what hey. do you mean? I uh, it would be funny to see like uh, there's like one TikTok of this 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 nice lady, and she always reads these funny ass like court stenographer records. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> and there'll be that, and it's like it's gonna be like defendant. What do you mean I can't bay battle here, judge? This is not the place to let it rip. Oh, I can see it now. Uh, have somebody be like, uh, you, you don't want to go down Nocturne Alley. It's uh, a dark place, and then somebody goes down there, and we're over there bay battling in the corner. We're just we're just over there, and it's like you battle or you die. You refuse the battle, we break your nigs. Oh god. Well uh, Oh my god, that'd be fucking great. Kids just walk down yep. and they're like, Lumos, and we're like, shut the fucking light off. Yeah. We're trying to pay battle over here. <laughs> we don't need light. Our eyes have adapted to the darkness here. It's we're gonna be, be like Gollum in Nocturnally Bay Battling. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god the only bad thing about Let that though is i would be i would be so afraid of um i'd be so afraid of like losing the parts when they burst and yeah. not being able to see it in nocturne alley yeah it'd be like every five shit where the because baby even because <laughs> for those who've never been down nocturne alley at universal even during like pure daylight it is so it is dark fucking there. dark <laughs> it is so dark <laughs> I was like, wow, they're really being real edgy with this darkness. <laughs> Listen, you know, when they say go hard, they go somewhat hard. <laughs> also, for uh-huh. uh, any tick or for any theme park people who want a better example of basically what we're going to do, we're going to do what that asshole did where he drank water. But instead of drinking water from fountains, we're just going to post up at every single fountain he did that from. And we're just going to bay battle in front of it. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be fun. He's like, hey, this is that place where that asshole drank water. Let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot, dude. You know what cryptid I'd like to baby little? Bigfoot. Oh my god, could you imagine that? He'd have a skunk ape as his like, fucking he, he avatar. Definitely, he definitely would. And speaking of Bigfoot, that's what today's return episode, the big episode first episode of 2022 we figured we'd want to start off big and who bigger than bigfoot yes we are tackling mr sasquatch bigfoot skunk ape hairy biped north american ape and every other name that they've given this thing i like to name them frank and frank is a gender neutral uh, gender neutral name now just saying frank is a gender neutral icon 
Just saying. <laughs> so basically, uh, Bigfoot or the Sas- uh, Sasquatch, as it's uh, also known as, um, is a giant hominid cryptid um, that is. There are many various sightings, but we're specifically covering the big guy. Um, that is the most well-known version um, of it, and that reside or that Bigfoot um, or that version of Bigfoot, uh, rather, because I personal beliefs aside, I think there are there are like a species. Um, but this variation, the most common one, Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Um, is kind of like well known with like the the Pacific Northwest of like the United States and Canada. Um, so uh, as I said before, um, it's it's been reported to be uh, seen in Northern California, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, and British Columbia and Alberta. Um, there are, however. Less common sightings, but they are occurring also in Alaska, which also makes sense because it's that same seaboard. Um, also makes sense because it's the same kind of like temperature range, I guess. Yeah. Uh, rainy and wet, or uh, wet and cold. Um, so uh, its uh, name itself, uh, Sasquatch rather, um, and I do apologize if I mispronounce any of these names. Um, can be traced back to uh, the 1920s. Uh, the Sasquatch name per, uh, specifically. Um, there is a little bit more information. And I, I would just be frank. Doing so much of this history. I found so many weird fucking. Or articles from places I didn't even think would be weird. Um point an example i found an actual washington national guard the washington state national guard not not dc but like the washington the state um their national guard actually has a dedicated web page uh to the legend of bigfoot and i actually shared this with kyle earlier because it made me laugh because on that page is an actual image that they did what Lear literally looks like they put in like Microsoft Paint um, of a Sasquatch carrying uh, a backpack, what looks to be a blue bottle of Gatorade, which is probably a water bottle to be fair, um, and a flashlight. And it says, believe in preparedness. <laughs> so we found some very fucking weird research on this. Um, but basically, uh, the name meant timber giant. I'm not going to even, I realize, try to pronounce it. I tried to sound it out several times. Um, but it, it essentially translated to timber giant. So giant tree uh, like creature. Um, but Wait, the term. So is that like a giant tree monster or a scientist who turned himself into a tree? Dude, this came out in the 1920s. Do you really think that there was technology back then that could carefully, <laughs> you know, turn you back into an only, ape-like creature? Only a few of you will understand that reference. Teddy, you I better don't. understand that reference. I don't. I'll you recently quite saw the film. Did I? Wait, repeat it. I said, so is that like a so is this like a giant tree monster or a scientist that turned himself into a tree? That's Spider-Man? Boob. It was it wasn't Spider Man? 
It was, it was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was. Okay, yeah. no spoilers, though. Yeah. I, I know it's been out for a few weeks, yeah. but, like, some people may not have seen it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'm not going to say what. I'm just, I just uh, dropped a funny reference. <laughs> oh, it took me a minute. I'm dumb. I'm high also, y'all. Um, But the name, it's Bigfoot itself, uh, to get back on topic. Sasquatch came, um, it's an angelic, uh, angelicalization of uh, Halcomelen word um that's what translated to timber giant however bigfoot itself was first used by the humboldt times columnist uh andrew Gonzoli um in 1958 and uh it was used to describe the tracks that this man had found uh, or that uh, a person had found um and that the reporter was like reading the story and he was like categorizing it as like bigfoot um, there has been like a vast amount of sightings and because of this it, a lot of it is viewed as actually reliable because this has gone past the point of like mass hysteria and there are too many descriptions that are overlapping for it to not be like considered uh, like factual or a thing um, now necessarily we don't necessarily have like an actual 100% good sighting of him. Although we did recently, or we did not too long ago in one of our episodes actually talk about the new footage that they found yeah, in was... which it, it was a, 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 uh, I'm gonna call well, him a, a swamp. Uh, wasn't it in Michigan? Carrying a baby. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. The video Teddy's talking about pretty mm-hmm. damn good video. Yeah, it was it was it was decent quality. Um but a lot of them um describe a lot of people who have seen or come across Bigfoot and there's been a lot of sightings over the years and many uh some of them going back as far as the 1700s. So that think of around that around the time of like American independence. Um so it's gone back as far as fucking longer more big or lo- Bigfoot's been around longer than the U.S. Constitution has, because that came around in 1776. Uh, so the, let's just put that in perspective. Bigfoot's been around for a long fucking time. Um, but they they all say it's a very large ape-like creature. They say its height can range from like six to nine feet tall when uh, when mature. Um they, they, they say that Bigfoot is very stocky and bulky and they have like a large barrel like chest. Um, its head's said to be small and pointed with no discernible neck or forehead. And its eyes are small, dark and round and stare forwards. It has a sloping forehead and its face is described as having a very heavy brow ridge upon which a continuous upcurled fringe of fur is located. The face is flat and said to be dark, but several young individuals have been described as having lighter faces. The noses are broad and flat and the mouth is wide. So lots of people sit there or like, you know, coming forward and they're like, hey, this is a real thing. You know, we see these things and it started to match up in completely other places um, outside of the Pacific Northwest. Um We've seen variations of it, like, uh, uh, for an example, uh, the, the, the folk monster 
uh, the Ohio Grassman and the Floridian Skunk Ape um, are all thought to be uh, different variations or I want to say different variations, but like different, like geographically located um, swamp people. However, they're or Sasquatch people, um, but they're all found generally in the same kind of like type of areas, Uh, heavily wooded areas. um, Some areas that are, close to human civilization uh but most of them are not because uh generally they're thought to be very solitary um obviously that's why we don't have many pictures of them um some of them have been um so this is where some of the reports kind of like start to differ uh some people say that like the younger individual uh the younger like sasquatch Uh, would have like darker hair and that like the adults were the more reddish brown like everybody's familiar with or like um in the goofy movie uh that version of sasquatch uh that's considered to be like the adult one and then like a gorilla when they get older you know like they their their hair starts to turn gray or silver and it looks more like a silverback gorilla at that point um it's said to be covered in shaggy fur but it's relatively short and there's no distinction between its body and its head hair. Um, so yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> the, the, the way that this described is like a, a lot of people. I'm, I'm, re, I'm, I'm just glancing over a lot of people's like, uh, like reports and how they recount them. And it's crazy how many like similarities there are between like the stories that people have said. Um, I will get more into that in just a second here because that's kind of the whole list of Bigfoot sightings. But yeah, I was I've... gonna. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I was, I was I was glad you added that because I was gonna say that uh, it's like this one Bigfoot's definitely one that's not as far fetched to exist than any other ones just because of how many years it's it's been a legend and how the descriptions all. St- stay very similar yeah a lot doesn't change which tells me that it is people are seeing the same thing and even the deviation that they have we're going to get into what the skeptics say a little bit later that's actually something that kyle's actually going to be talking about but the skeptics one of the skeptics points are like the the their their fur is like not matching up like some people are saying it's amber some people are like, no, like, you know, the old ones are the silver or like maybe the babies are lighter and the, the, the father or the parent is dark. Um, to me, the, what that says is like, it's a, 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 a variant based off of location. You look at a tree frog that's from North America. You look at a tree frog from South America. They're obviously going to have different patterns. They're obviously going to have different things because they have to adapt to different situations. It makes sense to me that someone up in, say, fucking Washington is going to be like, oh, yeah, the older ones look like they're silver and stuff like that. Well, that makes sense because when you're older and you're trying to survive, you need to develop uh, some sort of camouflage. So it makes sense that you would see a gray Sasquatch in Washington, but come down to Florida and it's furs like dark black 
and that's because of the sun you know um down here you know where it can get more melanin and stuff like that so to me stuff like that is just like a, a like a no different than alolan pokemon or galarin pokemon um it's just like a different variation you know every variation or every country has a variation of some sort of like swallow you know um so like it's it, to me it's it's an evolutionary thing more than it is like a discrepancy between like people's sightings and like i said i will be getting to that um the most well known thing i think about why people believe that um bigfoot does exist is because especially in that area of the united states uh another common conception is maybe it's a uh like an ape or something that had escaped or um maybe it was common to that area and we're just not familiar with it and one of those like common arguments about it is a lot of apes and a lot of um, giant simians of that nature are known to be man killers, especially if you approach them too close. Uh, Bigfoot, however, is known to be more like omnivorous and um, generally if it did feed on anything it would be like small like rodents in the woods or like uh there have been some sighting or not sightings but reports of like uh deers being attacked by it but otherwise they'll eat like berries and like stuff of that nature berries fish um vegetables clams uh any carrion like a like a it walked across like roadkill it it, it eat it kind of thing um, not that it would go out of its way and like abduct people, which people, you know, any, if anybody claims, oh, Bigfoot abducted me, not to be that guy, but like, you know, they're, they're probably working for like the national Enquirer. You probably should not believe them. Um, but outside of that, like, I mean, they, they generally keep to themselves. If humans do get closer to them, you know, they've been known to throw like, uh, rocks or like make uh like hoots and like grunts and like clicking noises as a way to like kind of scare people away from it um but when people have come across it though they've a, lo a majority of them i'm gonna say all of them um basically describe the creature of having like a really foul smelling odor about it um which it will get we'll get more into that um uh, later that's uh part of the kyle's argument actually um or not argument but his like part of the the story here um but yeah it's it's several explorers of the early americas um you know, uh, that, this is the around the. I'm going to start with the history now. So basically, several uh, explorers of the early Americas um, have reported seeing them in southern, uh, southern North America. Um, they've been seen in like Texas and Mississippi area, um, in which there were different versions there seen. Um, and these can be dated back as far as like 1519 and 1603. Um, these are believed to, to possibly be 
tied to Sasquatch, but not Sasquatch um, or Bigfoot. Um, but the history of the Bigfoot itself actually started in about 1958. Um, uh, the Humboldt Times uh, journalist, uh, Andrew uh, Genzoli, I do apologize if I mispronounced his name. Um, he, he, he basically, he received this letter and he was like, no, there's no way that this can be a real thing. Um, and he was kind of like, he put it out and was like, it seems kind of interesting. And it blew the fuck up. Um, basically, uh, he, he basically said that he thought that like the story of the mysterious, like footprints essentially made a good Sunday morning story. Um, but obviously, like I said, it blew up. Um, in response, uh, Genzoli and uh, fellow Humboldt Times journalist uh, Betty Allen um, actually pu uh, published several follow-up articles about the footprints, um, and it reported that the name uh, the name Bigfoot actually had been given to him by the loggers themselves um, as Bigfoot. So they just relayed it forward and. That's that's the history of that, um, a little a little bit of the history of on like how it was born. Basically, this person wrote the article. He was like, "Oh my god, people are blowing up about this. They're actually wanting to know about this." So they published more and they interviewed some people, and that's where Bigfoot, the terminology, came to be. Um, Bigfoot does have quite a shit ton of sightings. Um, I will get to the, the most common, uh, well-known one in a second, but we'll go through, we'll go through the, 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 some of the lesser known ones, uh, possibly starting with the first ever possible encounter of it was actually in 1770, uh, was actually by Daniel Boone. Um, According to the Boone family tradition in the last years of his life, Boone himself told people that he had killed a 10-foot-tall hairy giant in which he called it a Yahoo. Uh, the name for it was actually taken as a reference to Gulliver's Travel, though the ter Cherokee term in, uh, for a hairy giant in that story was uh, Yao. It's Yah, like Y-E-A-H, and then O-H. Um, in 1880s, uh, it was believed by many Bigfoot researchers that Teddy Roosevelt may have, um, encountered, uh, Bigfoot or a Sasquatch-like creature in the 1800s, uh, because during a hunting trip in Washington, Roosevelt, who had a Native American guiding him, um, urged him to avoid a certain area, um, and he he really chalked it up to like superstition. Um, Roosevelt, of course, being a fucking American and not wanting to listen to the Native Americans, uh, did not listen to him and went into that area during the nighttime in which he heard sh or strange noises. And he said that he didn't recognize any of the noises that the creature had made. Um Although um, he really didn't speculate on what created the noises, um, he did, however, give 
the people that he had told uh, the impression that they were in uh, that the noises that were made were unusual in his learned experience. And he found them to be very unsettling. And a lot of those sounds uh, sounded very similar to the, the clicks and the hoots and uh, the other noises that have been reported to be made. Um, Now moving a bit quite more into the future uh our next sighting was in 1906 um and it was for old yellow top was an individual bigfoot or bigfoot like cryptid and it was reported uh in cobalt ontario in 1906 um and it was uh reported by a group of men um, and it, they were building, um, a f- like, a like a mine, I guess, like, a like an entrance to a mine or something. And, uh, they were, it was reported that they saw, uh, a Bigfoot like creature. His name's yellow top or old yellow top is what is what their name is called. Um, in 1923, old yellow top was seen again near cobalt, the same place. He was saw by two prospectors who just thought he was a bear until they threw a stone and it's he stood up or it stood up on two legs. The quote says, Mr. J. Mockley and Mr. Lorna Wilson claim that they've seen the Precambrian Shield Man while working in their mining claims north and east of Wetlawfer Mine near Cobalt. This is the second time in 17 years that a hairy ape-like creature nicknamed Old Yellowtop because of his light colored mane had been seen in the district. And those uh, sightings for old yellow top uh, went on for quite a bit. Um, Like a significant amount of time. Uh, I think it was like, let me pull up the, the list here for old yellow top. He was there for quite a while. I had his page up. I closed it. <laughs> Okay, so he was seen over a period of 64 years, from 1906 to 1970. Um, So a lot of those sightings during that time were from that era. Um, Then it wasn't, or another one was seen in 1941. It said the Native American Chapman family claimed that a Sasquatch approached their family home at Ruby Creek. In British Columbia. This was in September 1941. Uh, At about 3 in the afternoon. Janine Chapman's eldest son told her. That a cow was coming out of the woods. At the foot of the mountain. Janine went out to investigate. And they saw what looked like a very large bear. Moving about the bushes. Bordering the field beyond the uh, railway tracks. She called her children over to her. And when the creature moved on to the tracks, she saw it was a gigantic man covered with hair, but not fur. She estimated that the hair was about four inches long all over, pale yellow-brown or brown ochre or in color. Um, she said it was about seven and a half feet tall with small head, no neck, extremely thick chest, and exceptionally long arms. It said it was, uh, she said that the creature advanced towards the house and got within about a hundred feet, um, before she took her children, she shielded them with a blanket and she got the fuck out of there. She went over to a nearby village, 
Um, it was speculated basically that the blanket was used to shield the children due to the Native American belief that anyone who looks at Sasquatch will die. So she was trying to shield her children from looking at them in a weird way, like a like Medusa, you know, she'd turn them to stone. Um, but Janine herself said that she shielded her children because she believed that the creature was after them. And she thought that uh, if she had went ran with them into the house, that Sasquatch would just basically follow her into the house. So she just kept fucking running till she hit the nearest village. Um, in their absence, however, the creature did that anyway. Sasquatch was like, fuck it. I'm going to go fucking Goldilocks and I'm going to go chill up in this people's house. Um, it, it said, I'm, I'm looking over this article where it's discussing it and it says in their absence, the creature did enter the house and it hauled a 55 gallon barrel of salt fish from the outhouse. First of all, why? <laughs> it apparently threw its like contents all over, all, all over the place. Um, when George, the husband, returned home, um, he did not know, but he had found that the shed door was battered in, and he had found enormous like humanoid footprints all over the area. Um, after he figured out his family ran away, he went to investigate and did confirm the creature's height after finding him, or finding a number of long brown hairs stuck in the slab of the doorway. So basically, uh, when Bigfoot Sasquatch went to go into the house. He broke the door frame. It yanked some of its fur. Um, he confirmed the length of it. Um, and basically they said that like the footprints would return uh, every night and then for like about a week. And then after that, on two occasions, um, their dogs started barking like really late at night. Um, however, the Sasquatch never tried to enter their house. Um, but that shook them so much that they actually ended up moving away. Um, and it's weird because this is actually tied to like another theory and like another superstition. Like I had mentioned before the native American superstition that if you look at a Sasquatch, you will die. But spookily is the three children that were present for the Sasquatch sighting actually died within three years. Two of those boys drowned and one of the, uh, the, the girl died of an illness. The Chapmans themselves later drowned in a river when their rowboat capsized. So there is two brains of belief. One, there is the superstitious belief. That if you look at Sasquatch, you will die. Um, some people believe that is the case. Some people believe that that happened. And then there is the other people that, believe that sasquatch murked those fucking people uh i was about to say that i would say did their boat capsize or did bigfoot or did sasquatch uh bro sasquatch sasquatch to me is like crows are if you fucking piss off a crow they have generational fucking memory they will remember you fucking 20 years down the road and they will clap you they're like oh sasquatch is like that i'm convinced Sasquatch is like, hey, yo, that's that bitch that was fucking with me that one time. Ooh, that's her kid, too? Oh, oh bet, buddy. Bet. You came in the wrong woods, motherfucker. Fucking probably walked up to the girl and, like, Frankenstein, like, happily threw her into the water. 
that's where that line came from, guys. Yeah. Sasquatch walked up and threw a girl in the water, and then Mary, Mary Shelley was like, "Fuck yeah, let's put that in a book." That, that's, that's, what that's not actually what happened. <laughs> I wish that was to our happened. knowledge. That would make a great head cannon. That's how you. That's how you justify it. Head, head cannon. Um. Uh, there was another. Uh, the final. Uh, the third sighting of Yellow Top himself uh, occurred in 1947. Um, obviously, wandering around the cobalt mining camp, um, and they were seen uh, by a woman and her son who lived near that area. Um, and they were just like walking down the tracks. Um, and they saw it. Um, in 1955, William Rowe claimed to have encountered a female Bigfoot in 1955 in the mountains near Tete Jean Cache, British Columbia, about 80 miles west of Jasper, Alberta. I do apologize. My French sucks. So I'm sure this is a French name and I absolutely butchered it. Um, but yeah, uh, he said I had been working on the highway. Uh, highway near there for about two years in October 1955 I decided to climb five miles up Mika Mountain to an old deserted mine just for something to do because yeah that's what people do when they're bored back then I guess no internet fuck it I'm climbing up a mountain five miles hell yeah let's go <laughs> um he basically said, I came in sight of the mine about three o'clock in the afternoon after an easy climb. I just come out of a patch of a low brush into a clearing when I saw what I thought was a grizzly bear in the bush on the other side. I had shot a grizzly bear nearby that spot the year before. This one was about 75 yards away, but I didn't want to shoot it for I had no way of getting it out. So I sat down on a small rock and watched my rifle in my hands. I could see part of the animal's head and top of one shoulder. A moment later, it raised up and stepped out into the opening. Then I saw it was not a bear. This, to the best of my recollection, is what the creature looked like and how it acted as it came across the clearing directly towards me. This person not only had, like, first count, like, I saw this fucking thing. This thing was like, here are its behaviors. Like, here's how it acted. Here's how it moved around. That, to me, is crazy. I would be I would have pissed myself if Bigfoot fucking walked out. If I thought I saw a bear, first of all, I would clear the fuck out of that area because it's a fucking grizzly bear and you don't fuck with grizzly bears. I guess if you fucking, you know, murk them on a regular, you wouldn't fear them. But in my case, I'd get the fuck out of there. Um, at first, he thought it was a huge man, about six feet tall, almost three feet wide. And he said it probably weighed somewhere near 300 pounds and it was covered from head to foot with a dark brown silver tipped hair. But as it came closer, I saw by its breast that it was female. Bro, he was looking at this thing and was like, oh shit, that thing got titties. <laughs> I can't. Some of these old descriptions are so fucking funny. Uh, they said its torso was not curved like a female's. It was a broad frame that was straight from shoulder to hip. And it said its arms were much thicker than a man's arms and longer, reaching almost to its knees. Its feet were broader, it was broader proportionately than a man's, about five inches wide at the front, and tapered to much thinner heels. When it walked, it placed the heel of its foot down first, and I could see the gray-brown skin or hide on the soles of its feet. 
So this man gave like a full on like description of it. And then he goes on further, but I'm going to give you the TLDR, but I just a little bit of like his interaction because his interaction is quite a long one. Um, his daughter even drew like a picture of it and it's literally like a Sasquatch standing up, but it's got titties on it. <laughs> literally. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm going to show you this. You see this image, Kyle, under the list of Bigfoot sightings. Hold on. Let me find it. I'm not trying to be immature by oh, saying yeah. this, but I also think it's insanely fucking comical to give Bigfoot titties. Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. I figured it would be more like a um like a gorilla or something where it's not like you know, looking like human boobs, but this person drew human boobs on a Sasquatch. <laughs> Just looks like hairy titties. Oh god. So the fourth and final sighting, sorry to get back to the history. Um, of yellow top was found in August of 1970 by two, uh, 27 miners on their way to work the graveyard graveyard shift. Excuse me. At guess what? The cobalt mine. <laughs> uh, the bus driver uh, Amos Latriel, who was driving the route near the, uh, for the last four months near that area. Um, said a dark form which walked across the road in front of him startled him. At first I thought it was a big bear. Then it turned to face the headlights and I could see some light hair almost down to its shoulders. It couldn't have been a bear. Although no one was hurt, Mr. Latriel said he did not know if he would continue to drive the bus. I've heard of this sort of thing before but never believed it. Now I'm not so sure. One of the miners at the front of the bus said he caught a brief glimpse of the creature. Larry McCormack said it looked like a bear to me at first, and it didn't walk like one. It was kind of all stooped over. Maybe it was like a wounded bear. I don't know. He also added that he did not believe in the pre-Cambrian shield man existed. He said, my father used to talk about it, and I've seen it up close. He pointed out, he's like, this thing's fake. Uh, but after this, that guy was like, no, 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 I, I don't I don't know. That's That was some real shit. Um in 1976, photographers Ed Bush, Terry Gaston, and Sherry Darville, uh, among others, carried out a search for Bigfoot in Humboldt County, California, and they were intending to make a documentary film about it. After attempting to bait a male Bigfoot using marshmallows scented with female urine and menstrual blood, ew, what the fuck? Ed Bush, Terry Gaston, and Sherry Darville. What the fuck were y'all doing? That's nasty. <laughs> uh, oh, on... I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought after I got disgusted by that. But basically, after they tried to use that bait uh, on May 22nd, uh, Darville herself was allegedly kidnapped. And according to Ed Bush... A frightening scream rang down over the valley as Kathy was brutally pushed down the bank by a gruesome-looking figure that appeared out of nowhere. Immediately turned his camera towards the scream as he captured on film the hairy giant as it picked Sherry up on one arm and made its way into the thick timber. According to Bush, the party gave chase, but they could not find either Darvell or the Bigfoot, so they returned to town and alerted the sheriff. A search party set out to try to find her, and some 
16 inch long tracks were allegedly discovered in the area where she had been. These tracks were supposedly identified as authentic by unnamed Bigfoot experts. She resurfaced on May 24th near a Blue Creek resort with minor scratches and bruises on her arm. According to the police, she was uh, remarkably unmussed and smelled the perfume. However, Bush wrote, she was hardly recognizable to their friends as she was bruised and torn severely. Her hair was tangled, matted mess, and she had several cracked ribs. When journalists tried to interview her about the experience, she only screamed. However, she did later give an interview in which she claimed she passed out in fear and woke up during the middle of the night in the forest alone. She said she never got a good look at the creature's face, but it was big and hairy. Uh, the police kind of chucked it off as like a publicity stunt. Um, however, she denied it and claimed that the smell of perfume had rubbed off on her from a woman who had held her close to calm her down when she arrived at the resort. She also claimed that her clothes were slightly dirty and had been protected from mud by the thick carpet of leaves on the forest floor. So those are like the the most like well-known one. Uh, are well-known ones. Uh, the most well-known one is the story in... Uh, where is it? Uh, it's in 1958 um, with uh, Andrew Genzoli. Um, they actually made tracks, uh, or like uh, casts of the tracks, and they even tried to bribe... Or Well, first they tried to bribe people for any kind of like... Uh, proof of existence um, because every like a lot of people are like this can't be real um, so they ended up going out there and they found tracks that they ended up making uh, like casts of which is kind of dope um, that like even back then uh, a number of Bigfoots obviously have been encountered over the history uh most notably is old yellow top like i'd mentioned before um but the most famous one the female one is depicted in the patterson gimlin film was named patty so the most well-known one is actually named patty um although since that event had happened uh there have been no other signs of her. Um, however, Cliff Brackman identified 10 casts of Bigfoot tracks and he believed that they were made by Patty. So uh, there's still belief that she is out there. And that, yeah, that's pretty much the history of it. And Kyle now is pretty much going to talk about like the, the skeptics and like the, 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 the scientific justifications and all that. Exactly, because Bigfoot does not exist. I'm just kidding. Nah. Bigfoot does fucking exist. Reading be... this and doing any kind of research, this is a five out of five. This hunt, the the this definitely is on the the, the highest crypto like crypto thing. Meter, yeah. You know, no, I'm just kidding. I have to be the the skeptic this episode. So, so the, the that's gonna be my gimmick this episode. Okay, so Bigfoot does not exist. Okay, I'm gonna tell you why he doesn't listen, exist. Listen here, MJF, and and, and what uh, you're seeing that is not Bigfoot. So, 
most theories behind Bigfoot is that it's being uh, a plausible mistaken identity is that most people, uh, one of the most plausible mistaken identities for Bigfoot is that it is a brown bear or a black bear. Uh, maybe. I don't know, though. I don't buy that. Although a upright bear could be briefly misidentified as an ape, cryptozoologists have noted that there are several glaring discrepancies. You, I mean, you think? I've seen pictures of Bigfoot. Yeah, I've seen bears, and I I'm don't sorry. See, the I don't resemblance. think I don't think I've ever. seen... here's my like thing about like bears. I know bears can walk upright. Yeah, bears' prefer preferred mode of traffic, however, is on all fours. That's just generally how they exist. Yeah, bears just don't walk around. They they upright. could not just fully saunter around like in an area just being absolutely like upright like that because their back would not support it their their spines aren't meant for that yeah so the first uh glaring discrepancy is that the hind legs of a bear are short and nothing like those of an ape they have large visible ears on the tops of their heads their muzzles are protruding and their shoulders are small and sloping not wide like those of an ape or <laughs> i like or hominoid <laughs> I like how the, the 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 description that they just gave is basically yeah they were bears yeah basically the, di- yeah. the difference between Sasquatch and bears are yeah those are bears yeah as I say say is that Bigfoot no that's a bear how do you know because it's a bear right bears like, what'd you expect it to have like a red t-shirt on eating fucking honey all the time like yeah. that's a bear bears are not regarded as good sources uh for alleged bigfoot tracks since their prints look nothing like those of bigfoot uh in bears the first toe is the is short and the third toe is the largest the four prints and hind prints overlap the big toes are on the inside of the stride and the feet are turned inwards in addition the hind f- feet of bears do not come close to those matching of the supposed Bigfoot tracks. Though it has been noted that distortion from overlapping prints would make bear tracks bear tracks seem larger than they really are. But how do you get rid of the claws? Exactly. Like, the, these castings, and I'm like, uh, thank you for uh, history.com for providing this. They actually provided some images of those casts that they took. Yeah. There are no claw marks here. <laughs> and for anyone, and for anyone needing my sources, I'm uh, I'm reading from cryptidarchives.fandom.com. There's also your your other article that you have. Yeah, I'll get to that one in a minute. Now we're going to go on to the hoaxes, not mistaken identity, but hoaxes. Uh, although hoaxes and sightings of tracks have certainly occurred. Many cryptozoologists reject the notion that all Bigfoot sightings and tracks are hoaxes. According to Lauren Coleman, most prints found in the Pacific Northwest are believed to be genuine. In particular, the long strides of many tracks would be difficult for an individual to fake, and the depths of some prints would require the hoaxer to exert up to 450 pounds pressure into compact soil. Tracks have often been found in remote places where hoaxes or hoaxers are unlikely to have left them, and dermal ridges and uh, sweat pores have been identified on some tracks. Unlikely features for any hoaxer to add. I mean, that is some. That's a really good hoax. 
if you yeah. go that far. Bro, they they did they fucking putting dimples and shit? No. That's yeah, they, that's a real fucking foot. Exactly. That's crazy though. And it's like the entire Pacific Northwest area too. Like everybody else like they're like maybe maybe not highly unlikely, but they're like yo yeah, fucking if it's in Washington, Cal or uh, fucking uh, and Canada. Oh yeah, that's that that's real. That's real. <laughs> the point example the fucking washington state national guard like they have like an actual full ass page for this like i know i mentioned it earlier but like yeah (laughs) they take it seriously up there this is the military this is from a military.gov website like they believe up there they believe they do um besides the hoaxes here's some more uh stuff that people uh, believe is probably more of a uh, what people are saying so probably more of a mistaken identity yeah uh, according to George George Eber, Eberhart a species or of primate or ape which had independently evolved in North America is unlikely uh, although a number of fossil primates are known from North America they disappear from the fossil record towards the end of the Eocene when the world cool and forest shrunk the latest known North American primate was okay. I'm gonna butcher this name so bad. Uh, just just said the second part of it. <laughs> uh, oh, I, or I could try. It's like the Ed Edgmo Ecmo Shashila. Yeah, I think that something along those lines. Yeah, yeah something yeah, similar to that. Of <laughs> of late, all the good seen Oregon and South Dakota, and and uh. That's under North American ape. Now here's the short-faced bear. Dale A. Drennan has suggested that a number of accounts included in the collections of supposed Bigfoot sightings, especially from the eastern United States, may in fact just be referred to as surviving short-faced bears, which he notes had the limb proportions of a gorilla. These Bigfoot accounts describe a much larger animals with eyes that glow in the dark. Now, once again, these are bears. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like you you can click on the picture of a short hair bear next to this and like yeah it literally it literally looks like it literally just looks like shocker a, like a, a bear a, yeah a domestic short hair bear yeah like cat you know Honestly, like there's like know, a main coon i'm looking cat, at this bear you know? and it looks pretty built and i'm telling you i would not want to square up with this bear Bro, are you kidding me? That fucking bear drinks fucking Red Bull and puts holes through walls like yeah, it's that bear, Kyle. That bear would literally rock me if I tried to square up to it. Whoa, you mean a Kyle bear would beat that, a, a basic, regular Kyle? Basically, that's a Kyle bear versus Kyle. <laughs> Except for you don't drink uh, like, Red yeah, Bull and put holes through the walls. I'm like walking through the forest and I accidentally bump, bump shoulders with this bear. And it's like, yo, you bumped into me, bro. And I'm like, no, you bumped into me. And then it's we gonna square up. It's going to be like up. Highlander. You're going to yeah. be like, there could be only one Kyle. And then, I, then we square up and then I die. <laughs> you square <laughs> up and you try to run away. And the bear puts a fucking fist through your face. Come tell you, like, like, you just look at this picture. If you didn't listen, go to this website, cryptidarchives.fandom.com slash Bigfoot under short face bear, the picture. Yeah, that you would not fuck with that bear. I'm telling you that much. Oh my God. No, better yet. We'll put the, we'll put this in our, in our, uh, we'll put this in our, in our little clip nail for this episode. Yeah. So if you see this and wonder what the fuck that is and me trying to box, you'll know now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
now we're going on to the ground sloth. Uh, a minority of cryptozoologists, oh, I wonder why it's a minority, have theorized that some Bigfoot sightings have could refer to a giant ground sloth, semi-bipedal bear-like animals, which lived in North America until 11,000 years ago. A commonly invoked species is a Megalonyx Jeffersoni. I'm telling you, I probably butchered that, but I tried. I mean, best. you got the Jeffer Jeffersoni part, right? Yeah. <laughs> which was forest, which was a forest drill dwelling browser with an erect plantigrade <laughs> <Right>. posture. <laughs> erect <laughs> browser. <laughs> uh, every time I'm, I read, see, you laughed at that. I read browser and thought of internet browser. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I read it as Bowser the first time. I'm I, I not did too. Lie. I did too. I was like, wait a minute, Bowser. And I saw the other R, which ranged as far as North Alaska and the Yukon, with uh, Ice Age concentrations in the American East, Florida. Oh, oh, Florida, the Gulf Coast, and California. I'm telling you, me, me and Teddy, uh, Teddy's already talked about uh, this one in his. In, in, in Teddy's part of the Bigfoot thing, uh, uh, we're going to find that uh, Floridian uh, skunk skunk ape. Oh yes, we'll we'll, we'll f- that's what we'll do. One of our videos is like of taking the Beyblades and Bay battling where we shouldn't Bay battle. And it's yeah. going to be us fucking finding skunk ape and trying to get him to Bay battle with us. Exactly. That's what we're we're going to die, guys, just to let you know. We're going to find res- reputable evidence that skunk eggs exist. And, and bay- then we're going to whip his ass in Beyblade. They, they suck at Beyblades. <laughs> but uh, Bernard Hevelvaz men's sorry if I butchered that, I know I did, suggested the possibility to Grover S. Krantz in 1985, and the question was later raised at the 1993 Sasquatch Symposium. Wait, there's a fucking Sasquatch Symposium? Hold on, I gotta Apparently. look this up. When does, I need to know when these occur. Look, Let me look this up. Let if me... there's a Sasquatch con, well, we're going to it, okay? Well, no, this is like a Sasquatch symposium. This is like a, like, uh, symposiums are more like scientific, like, explanations, you know? Gotcha. Hold on, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. During... <gasps> There's a Great Bigfoot Conference. Oh, wow. Great Florida Bigfoot Conference. Wait, Great Florida Bigfoot Conference? Yes. Oh, we're totally going to a Florida Bigfoot Conference. <laughs> During the oh, ni- it's it's funny because it's in fucking Lakeland at the RP Funding Center, oh, and wow. that's the place we used to go to watch a lot of Ring of Honor shows. Wow! <laughs> oh, that's too funny. It's actually coming up on January twenty second. Oh, nice! Is <laughs> they open at nine and they go until five p.m. Oh, we're totally gonna do one of those. <laughs> Oh, it says it says the event is open to the public, but advanced tickets are recommended as we cannot guarantee them at the door in case of a sellout. Hell yeah, Bigfoot's gonna sell out. Bigfoot's over as hell. No, this is for Swamp Ape, bro. Oh, Swamp Ape, yeah, Swamp Ape's oh, really over. Oh, fuck that, dude. Let's let's see what the admission prices are. Oh, general admission twenty five dollars. That's not too bad. Not bad. I'd yeah. pay twenty five dollars to go fucking hang yeah. out and talk about fucking cryptids. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll do that next year. Definitely going to do that. Anyway, uh, back to our ground sloth. Uh, during the 1990s, a, pal- a, pa- a paleontologist 
Richard Coretti wrote to David Oren suggesting that the uh, the Tamarian myths connected in hindsight with Bigfoot may have originated with ground sloths, which he did not suggest that such an animal still survived in North America. Proponent Ben S. Roche examined the theory in Animals and Men in 1996, arguing that a shaggy-haired ground sloth seen walking upright might inspire thoughts of Sasquatch in some frightened human who accidentally stumbled across it. As a president for ground sloths uh, being mistaken for primates, Ross cites the Brazilian Mapaguari, which was frequently called the Brazilian Bigfoot, which is now more often speculated to be a ground sloth. In one uh, a Mapaguari sighting, an animal described as a giant monkey was found to have left clawed tracks, something impossible for a primate. The Mapaguari is also said to be extremely foul-smelling, and Roche discovered that approximately 140 Bigfoot sightings described a nauseating, a nauseating or overwhelming stench. Roche did not suggest that all or even the majority of Bigfoot sightings could be explained by ground sloths. According to him, only a small percentage of sightings, most especially those which describe animals as foul-smelling, might refer to ground sloths. Problematically, Roger Patterson described the Bigfoot he allegedly recorded as smelling like a dog rolling in wet manure. Damn, that sounds awful. But the Patterson-Gimlin film definitely does not depict a ground sloth. Ground sloths such as Megalonyx jeffersoni has also been suggested as explanations for North American cryptids such as the Cytochen, Gorps, and Giant squ Squirrels. Listen, what is crazy to me about the whole Sasqu uh, Sasquatch giant or fucking ground sloth thing? Yeah. They don't believe that a giant simian-like creature could exist that is covered in hair but they want us to believe that 11 or fucking 7 to 11 foot tall fucking sloths exist yes sloths the same sloths. creatures that move very rarely so rarely yes. that they get algae on their skin the same creatures that hold me up at the dmv no man, I, I I can't buy that man. Like if you're really out here making me like, or you're really out here trying to like expect me to believe that some like sloth like creature that would still show claws. It even says yeah. here that like they left claw like imprints. So like you don't believe in that, and you think it's a sloth, and it's like so you're trying to sell people. 11 foot fucking tall sloths that's terrifying exactly. because sloths are pretty deadly if they wanted to be but they're fucking lazy so that's why they haven't clapped humans yet and exactly. now you're telling me that 11 fucking foot tall one exists fuck i'd rather go back to believing in fucking sasquatch because sasquatch was like some benevolent creatures just wanted to be left the fuck alone <laughs> Not a seven foot tall fucking slacking. What the fuck is this Pokemon now? <laughs> uh, now we're going to move on to something very interesting. Uh, but first we'll have uh, 
we have a little thing to go over. Uh, so this this all this part comes from the SmithsonianMag.com, and we'll have links to all this in the uh, page description, and I'll probably drop it on Twitter as well. Smithsonian Mag says the hunt for Bigfoot emulates an earlier mode of discovery when new knowledge was not the product of advanced degrees and expensive machinery, but rather curiosity, bravery, patience, and survival. In the 19th century, the American landscape revealed its majestics to ordinary settlers pushing westward into territory unmapped by Europeans. To track Bigfoot today is to chantle the frontier spirit, as well as appropriate Native American traditions. Bigfoot also embodies other less romantic but less endearing American traits, like gullibility and a hunger for attention. There are so many fake videos, says Lauren Coleman, the founder of the International Cryptozoology Museum in Portland, Maine. Dude, we have got to go there. Ah. Uh-huh. In that, fucking Portland? Portland, Maine, yeah. Oh, dude, you fucking ready for the cold? It's fucking cold up there, dude. I mean, my, if, we, if we're just going to, like, Maine. one place, it'd be fun. I'll deal with it. because I, I want to go to Maine anyway, because uh, that's where Stephen King lives, and you can see his house. So that Yeah, let's go cool. up to fucking Derry. Oh, yeah. wait, that's in New Hampshire. Yeah. Shit. It's so, a joke, because so, Derry, Maine is from... Yeah, so we'll go to the Cryptozoology Museum and see Stephen King's house, and then we'll fuck it back to Florida because fuck the cold. <laughs> I mean, I like the cold, but before we do that, we got to stop in West Virginia because, you know, Mothman. Gotcha, yep. The problem has grown worse with social media, where viral hoaxes like drone footage of a supposed Bigfoot in a clearing in Idaho can rack up millions of views. Coleman for his part, believes there is evidence of Bigfoot's existence, but he and his like-minded peers find it difficult to focus attention on the material amid the growing number of obvious shams. Technology has ruined the old cryptozoology, Coleman says. That's like saying taking fucking uh, heroin out of medicine ruined medicine. Yeah. Like, no. It made it easier for us to describe or discover (laughs) what is fake and what's not. Yeah scientific process man if it doesn't hold up if you can't re test the things then it's then then it's a hoax yeah exactly his his complaint echoes concerns and more mainstream american life where technologies that promise to build consensus have in fact made the truth more difficult than ever to discern on the internet bigfoot has found a habitat much more hospital than north american forests it turns out that bigfoot does not need to exist in order to live forever now we're going to read a pretty interesting story about something we call the ice man so just as a forewarning for this one, this is actually proven to be a hoax. This is why yes. we um, are having him cover it. Yes, because I'm the skeptic. Not really. I totally believe in Bigfoot, but it, it's fun to be the skeptic in this episode. So uh, the, this is uh, this little uh, article is called The Osman Came, uh, uh, Cometh. And it's, <laughs> and it's from 1968 in November. And uh, I'm actually gonna. Uh, I think we actually have the the guy who uh, who brought in the uh, the Ice Man here with us in the studio. So um, uh, maybe you'll hear you'll hear that voice in a minute. 
uh, so showman Frank Hansen exhibits the Iceman, a Bigfoot-like creature encased in ice, at the International Livestock Expositions in Chicago. The relic of the Ice Age, he claims, was found in the waters off Siberia. The news soon reaches Ivan T. Sanderson of the Society for the Investigation of the Unexplained. And uh, what I was reading was there was a, a picture of this old showman named Frank Hansen, and he's showing off this exhibit at a carnival called Iceman. And uh, maybe I can get uh, maybe I can get Frank in here real quick to kind of give you an idea of what that was like, uh, Frank. Oh, are you with us? I was. I'm so fucking high. I forgot I was supposed to do something here. <laughs> come on, come all, come see the Ice Man, the mis- the, the the missing human link between humans and the apes. Come on, come see. There you go. Yep, and yeah, and that was Frank. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed that. Frank was in the studio. Uh, I do I my appreciate best, it, Frank. Uh, Sanderson and Bernard Holvins of the Royal Institute of Natural Sciences of, of Belgium examined the creature in a trailer in Minnesota. Uh, we consider this to be a genuine and unique example of a most priceless specimen. Now we're... Here's a little... Uh, News article, winter 1969, the missing link, question mark. Is it real? At some dates, business was so good for Frank Hansen's uh, cyber squeeze creature, uh, wife Irene had to open a second ticket box to handle the crowds at right. Kids gape at the frozen thing. Hansen's uh, done fine with it. And like I said, you know, there was just like this guy who was like an old, old carny. He, uh. He had this exhibit called the Iceman, which was later proven to be a hoax, correct, Teddy? Yeah, yeah. So yes. uh, this guy's basically a snake oil salesman. Yeah. He's like, this is the real deal, and it was fake. Like uh, going to see like old freak shows where it'd be like the bearded lady, you know? Yeah. Or like uh, the, the conjoined twins, stuff of that nature, like the freak show type stuff. Uh, and to, to close off my part, I'll leave you with this. Uh, some people see cryptohominoids as a symbol of pure freedom, living by instinct and fooling every effort to pin them down. To search for Bigfoot in the forest is to taste that freedom. On the trail, you become extra attuned to nature. The smell of scat, the sounds of breaking branches, the curious impressions in the dirt. As long as there are wild places in America... Bigfoot remains a possibility that to its most ardent providence cannot be disproved. It can't like, bro, that's like fucking saying we know like a hundred percent about like the aliens, the ocean, don't exist, you know, or, yeah. Or no, no, no. Well, we, it is ignorant, uh, a belief to have, to think that we are alone in the universe, even if it's yeah. not like, you know, Marvin, the Martian type fucking aliens, it could be, uh, trees growing on another planet that's considered a sign of life or things that can be sustained by hydrogen like we are um but like it's it's like saying like oh yeah we know everything in the ocean we don't like we only know so much of the ocean you know there's only been so much percentage explored like i think it isn't like the old saying true that apparently uh we well, we know more about the surface of the moon than our own ocean. Exactly. So, like, 
there's there's so many like forests and stuff that you just cannot like access without like a fucking plane or um you know areas that maybe are not like feasible to land somebody in or like maybe it's a very like uh dangerous path to get to in some of those woods like we don't know what the hell's in there like there's a lot of the everglades we still can't get to to talk about skunk apes specifically that we can't get to to like try to figure out if these things exist you know yeah I mean, th- there's like a vast amount of the Amazon that we haven't explored. Listen, that Amazon, that part of the Amazon should stay fucking undiscovered because <laughs> the minute people discover it, that means the fucking government's going to want cut wood in there. Yeah, that's so true. no, we don't need to lose any more of the Amazon. It can stay undiscovered. But, but, but I'm telling you, that could be all the cryptids some... just chilling out there, and we'll yeah. never know because we shouldn't ever go there. There's probably some crazy stuff out there. You see a fucking jackalope just fucking partying with a fucking uh, a platypus and a fucking uh, a goddamn skunk ape, you know? Yep. That's like why. Those fucking, uh, those, those fucking uh, Lunchables commercials where they're like fucking uh, like mixed up or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and they keep saying a platypus is like a fake thing. I think one of my favorite uh, Sasquatch... Uh things in in media is in the movie tenacious d and the pick of destiny whenever uh uh, he uh he's uh jack jack black's character is uh he's a big fan of sasquatch and then he ends up having a trip where he uh he he believes he is a sasquatch (laughs) i i and he has like a sasquatch family that's funny i i fucking my two favorite ones of like sasquatch and like any kind of representation is the sasquatch and goofy movie yeah Uh, that's the first one because as a kid i fucking always cracked up when he had the fucking underwear on his head and he was fucking doing disco to fucking staying alive or whatever yeah and fucking uh the 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 jack links jerk uh jerky like the original messing with sasquatch commercials yeah they're my fucking favorite yeah. I don't. I don't like the new one where like there's like one person like standing there, you know. Yeah. Like, like I like the the original ones better, in my opinion. I thought they were just like funny back in the day. It was just funny to see like some fucking guy get like yeeted and shit for doing stupid stuff. Yeah, but, those uh, are those those are like good. my my two favorite ones. I mean, uh, I think that's. That about covers Bigfoot. I mean, uh, we could probably talk about Bigfoot for hours, but yeah, yeah. As far as research goes, it uh, it most definitely is the the most recent sighting is, as we had mentioned before, that video. Um, I don't exactly have the link, Kyle. I don't remember if you do, but you can. It's also in our it. it's in our messages. Okay, cool. Um. We could probably link that as well. Yeah, yeah, we will. So if anybody wants to continue to follow the trail of the Sasquatch. I think that, that's the most recent one. It was last year, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. We had a big, it was a big day for cryptids during that it day. It was. It was good shit. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad we did a big episode for this one, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, 
well i know we had mentioned it before that we're trying to um save like the the bigger most well-known cryptids for like special episodes oh yeah um so we wanted to start the the new year off by uh doing one of those big episodes actually because uh we had been want- wanting to do uh cryptids we wanted to get back into it uh for a hot minute now because we did for all of december we did uh you know the uh, just holiday themed creepypastas yep um and we were like we're we're gonna start off with a bang and we were thought we were originally talking about doing our a uh, continue our a through z and i was like Let, let's start it with a bang and let's do the bigfoot at first actually we we're actually talking about doing mothman and i was like wait it's still an abc order let's yeah. do bigfoot <laughs> and Kyle although i cannot wait for us to get to mothman mothman mothman's so cool <laughs> Uh, I'm still waiting for Slenderman. Yeah, yeah, Slenderman but will be a fun one. He's he's a cryptid and a creepy pasta at the same time. So yes. uh that's gonna be a fun episode to cover. But hope you guys actually enjoyed this uh as much as we enjoyed talking about this with you guys. And uh uh house clean or housekeeping, I guess. <laughs> well yeah, so uh uh housekeeping, uh, if you're on Twitter, you can follow both of us on our individual uh, Twitter accounts and our podcast is Twitter. Our podcast is Twitter is uh, all caps FBTC P and then uh, lowercase uh, O D C A S T. So FBTC podcast on Twitter. And then my Twitter is uh, Kyle S. Prescott. Then Mine. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. <laughs> I'll go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say yours, but go oh, okay. ahead, do yours. Yeah, <laughs> no worries. Um, my bad on that. Uh, you can find me at Cuscats, uh nineteen eighty nine, um, on Twitter, on the Twitch, which I'm going to be actually streaming tomorrow. Sometime. Yes. Um, I get to go back to work. Uh, probably around <laughs> like five or six our time um i'm gonna try to continue to keep that schedule going at least for now um till obviously our youtube channel gets going Uh, then i'll probably be focusing on most of that uh we will be getting that information for you uh soon the name is going to be coming up soon as well hopefully uh, but you can find my Twitch um, where I do stream. I stream Final Fantasy XIV, Teamfight Tactics, League of Legends. Uh, basically any game I feel like playing in that moment. I think this, uh, maybe this time I think I'm going to be playing some of a Pokemon Platinum mod. Um, and you can find that at twitch.tv forward slash cuzcats89. Not nineteen eighty nine, just eight nine, uh, because stupid Twitter won't let me have Cuzcats eighty nine. How dare them, bastards! <laughs> That's okay. I also applied to get a blue check, and they wouldn't give me that either. But makes yeah. sense because I'm not, you know. I- I've tried that. <laughs> it, it, it used to be really easy. Like usually, used to be everybody could be verified, but well, now, yeah. now they kind of broke down on that. Well, because verified, at least in my knowledge of it back when i applied for it was you verified who you were yeah 
So like they verified by like looking at your license and validating who you were and they knew who you were. So they put that check mark. Now it just seems celebrities get them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, follow us there. Um, news incoming. Uh, if you do want to find out more about our Baytube, yep. uh, if you are interested, um, follow Next. either of us, both of us, as well as our podcast on Twitter, um, yes. where we're going to be releasing that announcement. Ho- hopefully I'll get better at uh, just uh, using our Twitter daily just to do daily content <laughs> yeah we instead should... of just doing episode drops because i feel like well we need to have a bit a bit of a better twitter present but it is so hard to handle like i'm on mine more than anything like i i, I used to uh, for my horror podcast i used to uh do good at keeping up with it and make making daily content now i just literally just post the episode <laughs> listen listen that's because you have like 18 podcasts, I, my I do. guy. I do have like 18 <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> you, you're getting stretched too thin. But the the good thing about YouTube in our YouTube videos is like we can record them all at once on one day and then, you know, stagger the releases, uh, so on and so forth. So that's going to not really be a hindrance. But we will try to be more interactive on our Twitter and yes. uh, try I to think at least our... post some daily cryptid stuff. I think our next uh, next episode are we going back to uh, doing a creepy pasta episode? Yes, or we are back to there? our we are we are back to our regular pattern of creepy pasta cryptid, creepy pasta cryptid. Yes, and who knows? Maybe we'll we'll read a cryptid cryptid story, a creepy pasta story to each other live in person. Oh my god, it's just gonna be like one mic and then we're passing it back exactly. and forth. Well, like we're some karaoke singers. Well, I feel like your mic's good enough for me to be sitting by you for me for it to pick up me. Oh true, yeah. This yeah. mic's this mic's good enough to probably get both of us. Yeah, so I figure we can do like a fun episode like that where we're actually together in the same room. Sounds good. I mean I'm we'll be recording in my bedroom, but yep. Exactly. But yeah. All right. Well, you guys have heard us rambling for the last past like how many ever minutes. Um, thank you guys for listening. We hope to see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.